1: The fatherhood's, the fatherhood's Podcast. podcast. Beats, Beats, rhymes, and diapers. and diapers. This episode of The Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. You ball as a motherfucker, yeah.
0: I'm bald a motherfucker.
1: <laughs> so today we are without Kay. It's like Kay and I keep trading places. Actually, you too. It's just a I have merry-go-round.
0: Have oh, I have, I have lately, actually. Yeah. sorry right. we do. That's
1: how Father. busy we are. We're busy dads. <laughs> um, I, so this week, we we came off a round of parent-teacher conferences. Mm. Um, and those are always really interesting for me because you see a side of your kid that you assume, but you don't really know. And sometimes you get surprised at what, how they present themselves in school. So I want to share a little bit of that um, on the show. But before we start, how are you?
0: good i'm stressed as always
1: what's Uh, stressing you this week
0: oh man the same shit every week bro (laughs) you're trying to juggle family parenting uh work you know the people within your work environment like those expectations of you Mm. trying to carve out new things trying to think about how do i create generational wealth and and trying to explore those avenues but It's like you end up falling flat on your face because there's not enough time in the day.
1: So you still struggling with prioritization or is it just shit's coming so fast that that just prioritization just goes out the window?
0: Yeah. it's. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to be real. I can look in the mirror and say to myself, I have certain habits that are not productive.
1: Okay. I think we all could say that.
0: Yeah. I'm a, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, been an entrepreneur pretty much my whole life, my adult life. I've I've worked for myself. So, I I know how I work and I work in a certain way. Like I I'm sure people that I've worked with me can closely can 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 attest to this. I just have this weird like I have to be in a certain vibe to mm. to to be really productive. And I know those triggers. But it takes certain things to make those triggers go off. And so, you know, the the parenting life has completely upended those things that I, that I can do to trigger myself to get, to become very productive. And I find myself, you know, just backwards <laughs> when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, and, and, but uh, people who, who, who talk to me all the time, they're like, oh man, you know, you're, you're very productive, but not from my standpoint.
1: From your standards. You don't, you don't feel like. Yeah.
0: From my standards. No. So I'm not saying I'm a I'm a uh, I'm failing and every, and everything's terrible, but I know that more can be done, and I want more to get done. I want you know I I do feel a sense of urgency in life with a lot of things when it comes to like building wealth, taking care of the family, you know what's like going time, on is time is running out, time or specific times to take advantage and leverage certain opportunities. There's a lot of things, you know. Like I just, I always have that sense of urgency. That's always been, and I and I look at that as a positive thing. But it it adds stress when you have that kind of sense of urgency twenty four seven.
1: That's true. I feel And it. Then the
0: flip is the the bad habit part of it is that I'm also the type of person that not nah, right now I'm gonna fucking slow the fuck down. And I'm not gonna do shit for a second. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my like I had like like uh, you know like brain blockage you know like like yeah. like writer's block sort of say in, in when it comes to productivity where i have to just like I right, well i can't
1: do you find that you are able to do that like you a you recognize but b you can just like say all right fuck it like turning this off i can't or do you find yourself trying to get back in to to seek uh, a moment of productivity
0: no, I could do it. I mean, I do it, but it's not necessarily a positive thing is what I'm saying.
1: You look at it as a failure almost.
0: Yeah, like, like my, my I just shut down. Like, I'm just like, oh, man, like, that's it. Like, I can't. This is not working. Like, okay, boom. Yeah, let's go potato, you know, couch potato mode. <laughs> uh, and, and then the truth is, there's no real couch potato mode because right,
1: you, you, know, you need deep in kids.
0: Kids, whatever, you know, so there's always something to do. But yeah, it's just, it's expectation. I'm I want, you know, I'm trying, you just want to get these things done. It's that sense of urgency that really just be fucking with me.
1: Mm. I feel it. I, I'm I'm like, uh, there's things I sympathize with you on. I, I wouldn't say I'm like you in those cases, but like, there are a lot of moments where, and I, I, I give myself credit in the sense that I've matured to a place. Not that you aren't mature, but in my experience, me living in my body, i I've always been very unproductive, trying to fit too many things to be productive with, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. so being able to like do something very simple that I've never given any credit to or utilized is like writing down the top three things I'm trying to get accomplished in a day. I don't do it every day, but when i do i I realize my productivity skyrockets, I'm and many about this. yeah, and many times I'm not even. I don't even tackle the things that are on that list, which is the weird shit. Cause it's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta do my taxes. as an example. Right? Like I still, I still gotta do my taxes, but the fact that it, it's on there somehow shit, just like shifts. You're lying and- to yourself <laughs> because,
0: because listen to what you're saying, dog, because I used to do lists too. And the list work. And I would like carry over <laughs> to the next day, which shit didn't get done and carry over. And then, and then it fucked with me. And, you know, you would make yourself do it, but you're saying to yourself, as long as I write it down, even if I don't do it, long, you know, it's, I find myself, no, bro, if you wrote it down, you didn't do it. You didn't fucking do it.
1: I failed. Yes. No, no, no. I fail every day,
0: but <laughs> but I get shit, other
1: shit done. Whereas, what
0: good is writing one thing down doing the other?
1: I know. It doesn't make sense when I say it. I know. I, I comprehend that. But... <laughs> But I'm I'm making more progress this way than I was before, whereas I might have been able to make 30 percent of progress on five things. I knock out three things in their totality. I got you. So it doesn't always line up, but the writing definitely has made a difference. So I don't know if that's helpful for you, but the carryover shit is real. I I try not to do that. Or if I do that, I still limit it to three things that I carry over. And that makes it a little bit easier. But then at some point, the carryover just becomes fucking insane.
0: What I, based on what you're saying, I'm gonna tell you what used to help me. And we've talked about this before. So, if anybody heard this before, we've talked about the lists. The lists are super helpful. What I used to do to the list is I would add things that are like simple tasks. Yeah. So that you feel a comp, you start to build a momentum of accomplishment in the day. You Know in the mix of like the harder tasks,
1: like you might so, break up a hard task into smaller, more manageable ones, and that making progress on it.
0: No, that's not what I mean. Okay, good. I,
1: I'm glad I don't <laughs> understand Cuban.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, let's just say, like, task one is uh, uh, make sure you change the batteries on the smoke alarm. Ah, uh, you know, I'm saying, task two, what? do taxes, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> like, test three like uh oh i see make lunch for the make you know pre-make lunch for the kids or whatever so it's already done Hmm. you know task four like go do an oil change like like things that that don't take a lot of work to get done that you know you don't necessarily have to write on a list to-do list but you do right and you give yourself credit but yeah but you're giving yourself like this, this yeah like a credit it's a momentum it's it's to build that momentum that you see oh i'm getting shit done just like when i get a call and it kicks me off the yeah i was gonna out.
1: say you started to freeze up over here for a second
0: Did it It froze
1: yeah you were like ah.
0: <clears throat> um so yeah but it, but we went on a super rant and you started with something completely different i know and, and then said how are you and this is how we go <laughs> so how are you and the teacher parent conferences
1: yes i'm well um the, the, so my kids are great. Um, we talked about the bout with eczema that my youngest had and how we've gotten that under control. With the teachers? No, no, no. Oh. I'm, I'm building up. I'm building up.
0: Oh, oh your, your tasks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm giving myself credit, bro. Chill. <laughs> um, so we got that under control and that has been a huge weight off our shoulders. So that, if you asked me two weeks ago what was like heavy on me, it was that. That's good now. Um, parent teacher so i'll stick with my youngest so she's in kindergarten and her kindergarten teacher loves her she's like she's amazing she's so funny she's always like ahead of the her time as far as like the knowledge base she has right she's like this girl's like 15 years old in my classroom and they had a, a moment and i've mentioned this to you guys in the group text like like her and relationship she loves that whole thing and so th- there was a they were reading a story or something. And the word dating came up in the classroom in this book that they were reading. And they, and my my daughter was like, oh, I know what dating is. And then the kids around her are like, what is like, really, they didn't know what it was. They're kindergartners. So she went off and like explained it. And I'm looking at the teacher like, oh, yo, because every couple weeks, like there's some note that a kid writes her or something and she comes home and she's on her like yeah someone wrote me a love note and i'm like yo <laughs> we gotta kill this noise now <laughs> and then the teacher's like no it's the innocent it's like she's defending it i'm like i don't know miss let's keep an eye on that because i don't want that shit to get out of control but large you know that that's the the thing about my daughter that's really interesting, but then the teacher mentioned some stuff that is directly who I am. And it's not the greatest habit, but like my daughter is a perfectionist. So, and I, I, I'm very particular about shit like, you know, grammar or like how the order of things are and that kind of stuff. So the, my daughter asked her teacher to write a note to, to my wife about like, pictures that she wanted to take or something and she left out a word and my daughter's picking up on spelling and reading well enough that she noticed this word was missing and the teacher was like no your mom will understand whatever and my daughter would like was like hell no you're writing this word type of shit and then and that's an example of like the perfectionist in her and as soon as she said it i'm like damn my son has that trait also and i'm It's my it's like weird to see it play out from another person's perspective because I don't even notice it because I'm so like, I guess that's just who I am. Right. And my wife was like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, that's how you are. And I'm like, shit, okay, (laughs) this is not the way I want my kids to have to deal with it. But but that's how it goes.
0: But the teacher was telling you this not as a negative thing.
1: No, no, no. It was just like expressing something funny that happened. But I took it like, all right, this is one example. There's more of it. And she was like, she didn't know. She did mention like she gets frustrated in class sometimes when it's not like perfect, when things are not perfect. Hmm. So that's that.
0: I'm not looking forward to those teacher, parent, whatever thing. Parent teacher
1: conferences. (laughs) I'm
0: not looking forward to that.
1: Why? What do you think is going to happen? That you're not looking forward to, or just I the time. You don't
0: want to have to interact with the teacher. Yeah, you
1: don't like talking to people,
0: though. Nah. Like on,
1: on Drink Champs and here, yeah, but like in that kind of setting, you're like,
0: nah. I mean, obviously, I want to when it comes to the kids. Like when I go pick up my daughter at school, I won't be like, oh, how is she doing? And whatever, whatever.
1: How does it, know, know. yo? Know, all right, because knowing you on a personal level, right? You <clears throat> Engaging in conversation with you is a journey. Because it's never going to be a straightforward conversation sometimes. (laughs) What you do is like you throw a joke in or you'll bring you'll I'll say something and then you'll take it a different way. And then we got to bring you back. (laughs) So I I know if you're talking to a teacher, you're probably like thinking these things, but you're likely not saying them. So how's your mind in those conversations versus what's coming out of your mouth? I
0: I don't consider them conversations. I I consider Ah. them little chit chats like it's between like. I get into, you know, I go into the, into the school. It's very small, you know, and, and then I'll be like, Oh, they call her my daughter. So she's getting her stuff together. And I'm just like, Oh, how was she today? You know? And then like my daughter's like, daddy. And that's a wrap. It's done. I'm like, that was good. That's a good
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'm out.
0: Yeah. So it's not much of a conversation. I'm sure I'm going to have to build up to more teacher parent stuff.
1: Cause you know how you do. You'll be like, I'll be like, oh yeah, you know your daughter snack time. She wasn't, you know, she said Star Wars, and then right away you'd be like, oh yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. Like
0: you just go. No, on. bro, I'm not that crazy, <laughs> man. I will not. I will
1: not say Obi
0: Wan. No. I will not go into a Star Wars rant. <laughs>
1: That's an exaggeration. I but I'll be like, but the Paul war is here. Ukraine. <laughs> Um,
0: my girl's gonna love hearing this from you because she, she, she always was... clowns me on on interviews, saying that I go off. <laughs> on, and I think the more I that gets in my subconscious, the more I end up doing it.
1: Oh, it's fine. It ain't that big a deal. Can I can I bring up something that came up in the fly dad group that I th- I think is relevant? I, Unless... I feel
0: like I have a fly dad story. Well, well, I've, I got the bags, but uh.
1: Oh, good. They got there. Perfect. I'm
0: trying to think. What was it? Someone told me something. Oh, I already. Okay, never mind. Go ahead.
1: Wait. No. Can you clue me in on this? No, no,
0: no. It, it was the, the, the dude that I told you They wanted to do some stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, actually, because I still haven't heard anything. Um. All right. So, for those listening, we have a Fly Dad uh, telegram group. Basically, it's a text chat. few dads are in there. We got to make
0: sure that we clear we clearly say what this is because someone new to the podcast might be like these dudes have like a social media platform that showcases <laughs> dads they think are fly.
1: I didn't even think about that. It's like
0: a Tinder for dads. That's a good
1: <laughs> No, this is not Tinder for dads. Very, very quick story. Fly Dad is a company that I started uh obviously we're partners with EFN and and KGB as well. They're, they are associated with the brand. Um, and KGB I, has
0: no association with the KGB in Russia.
1: That is a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> uh, also, with my co-founder, Paulina, we created FlyDad. FlyDad is a physical products brand catering to fathers. So basically fly gear for fly dads. Um, We also started a, a text group. I, I don't want to call it a support group because it's not like there's issues or anything, but it is just a, a, a place where dads can like have conversation about good, bad, whatever's going on. And we try to help each other out, like navigating fatherhood. If you are interested in joining, completely free, it's on Telegram, flydadgear.com slash dadgroup. All right. Shameful plug. Now, in the group, um, one of the members, his name is Tim. <clears throat> he was talking about some of the frustration he's been having with um his his daughter's uh daycare. And so I thought of you actually because I know I mean the transition into daycare was you know something you had to go through and all that kind of stuff but he's finding it really difficult to uh for the people there to do their job or he's seeing them not really do their job well um the count teachers or whatever. His daughter they say the teachers say that his daughter um, isn't blending well with the students in the classroom, right? Like, maybe they alluded to, like, tantrums or something, right, that was not jiving with the rest of the classmates. And, you know, rightly, he's like, all right, tell me more. Like, what's, what's the deal? Like, how do we, how do we get to a, the happy place here? Putting it almost on them, because they're there with her all the time, so they should have some sort of recommendation, and they've fallen short and being able to provide them that so like he's asking like all right how would you guys handle this so you know we we chime in and try to give him some advice and ultimately he's going to go back and basically hold them to task a little bit and like yo let's dig in on this and let's find out what it is what's this game plan need to be so that we can make this as comfortable a situation for her but also for the rest of the class and and so we'll, we'll find out what happens but that frustration That he's feeling. Is that something that you've had to deal with with your kids in daycare? And if so, like, how did you handle it?
0: No, I mean, I don't know how his situation is, but because of COVID, Mm. they don't really let us, like, all up in the school. Like, there's only one little entrance area where the parents can drop off and pick up the kids. Right they don't want the parents going in any further. So there's not much we could see in terms of like, what's, how is the class functioning? Talking to my daughter, you know, every so often she'll say something that, Oh, this teacher was mean or something. And she'll like, say, kind of explain where we kind of read between the lines of what happened. And we'll ask the, you know, we'll ask the school and we'll ask the teacher and they'll explain it. And we're pretty satisfied with the explanation. So you feel like,
1: you feel like they handle The, the, Whatever the situation might be.
0: Yeah, but the 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 issue that myself and my girl are having in general is the reality that in this this is gonna go in a dark place now. <laughs> in this in this fucked up world we live in, you often hear about like a, a school, a preschool or a daycare that you know, the teachers and the and the staff, they've been there for years, everybody knew them, everything was great. And come to find out there's, like, a child pornography ring.
1: Some foul shit, yeah.
0: Or some abuse is going on. And nobody was aware of it.
1: Right.
0: You know I'm saying? For years. And so, like, we, you know, we all often talk about shit like that. And we're, like, so anything that she says, we're, like, like all freaking out. And then, you know, and kids can't express themselves properly. Or sometimes if, if adults are doing something to these kids, they probably, you know, coerce them or 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 scare them into not really telling their parents for yeah. you know however they whatever scare tactics they use so you know it's just like you always have that in the back of your mind and anyway so that's a reality I think for every parent no yeah. matter how good the school or whatever now for this specific situation that you're talking about honestly the what I thought of immediately was look for a better school because yeah. You're gonna go to these people and you're gonna hold them to task. If they already kind of suck, what makes you think that hold, you know holding them to task is gonna like that pressure might actually make the situation worse for your kid? Because mm. they might mm. be like, "Oh, that's the that's you know the parents of this kid, and this kid's causing us more problems. Not just the the tantrums, but now we've got these parents all up in our ass." You know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they might just ignore the kid or not, you know, like they just it, the kid might not get all the attention, the positive attention needed. Right. I would look for another school. I would look for, you know, like a highly rated school, talk to parents, whatever, daycare, whatever it is, and get the kid out of it. That's my what I would. That's the first thought that I had.
1: OK, fair enough. I'll, I'll be sure to relay the message to Tim. Um. What's it's Tim Westwood from the
0: UK, the the, no. the famed hip hop DJ?
1: No, <laughs> Tim from Long Island. Shout out oh. to him. <laughs> um, I so I heard some interesting shit yesterday. Um, I was talking to a, another dad, mm-hmm. and he was talking about an experience he recently had where his son. Backstory: His son has this thing where he likes to put things in his ear so they know this about him and he comes home and they notice that he's got a a seed in his ear that happens to be a watermelon seed and again i'm thinking about i'm thinking about the dads i know and what we would do in that moment if we were faced with that right so you you came to mind (laughs) um and his first instinct once they so they know this about him so you know, they're trying to wean him off of doing this stuff. And this is the first you know time what, that, putting things in. in yeah. He, apparently he like, likes to put stuff in his ear, like to play around. Right. Right. And so this time it was a seed and they see it and they're having a conversation with him and they're like, why would you put a seed in your ear? And he's like, I just wanted to make sure I didn't lose it. <laughs> and then his dad's like, your
0: kids are what? crazy. Man. He's like, but you have pockets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And he's like, no, but what, it, like, whatever. So, right, right. so the the dad is trying to take it out. So it's visible. Like, it's not, like, deep in. Like, you could see it, right? So he was trying to take it out and effectively pushed it further in. The, the mom tried again and pushed it further in. So now complicates the situation. They go to the ER, and they do some sort of, like, water treatment or something to flush it out. So they get it out. It was a little traumatic for him. They're hoping that that helps keep him away from doing this stuff in the future. But I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I would do. I would try to take the shit out myself and fuck it up further. And, yep, my wife would probably do the same exact thing. And I'm thinking of you, and I'm wondering, would would E do that? Or would E rush to the ER immediately?
0: I would get tweezers.
1: That's because hard my though. My
0: fat ass fingers are gonna push it in for sure.
1: But that's hard because no, that's really just gonna hard. slip. The Puts wax coating on it. the seed, I think, will make it a little hard to navigate.
0: Well, that's what I would do. That's I would try, try to get tweezers, yeah, and and then try to do it that way. But definitely not use my fingers. That's not gonna work. <laughs> or pro- put the head to the side and hit the <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker out of there. <laughs> I mean, to the point where it's not gonna hurt the kid.
1: It's actually not a bad idea. I wonder if he tried that. You know, like what just a,
0: a couple a couple of these <laughs> never hurt anybody.
1: <laughs> and then headlines: EFN arrested for fucking beating his kid.
0: <laughs> no, man, I wouldn't do it where the kid even cries or anything. Just a couple little little taps. Yeah. I want a fucking watermelon growing in my kid's head.
1: What does what does the tap sound like again? No, no, no. Do, 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 with your mouth? What did you do?
0: The I, I didn't do it. Did I? You did. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, what else? Um,
0: so, we have, we've been constantly, yo, we're really at a really good, uh what's the, uh, we have a good rhythm of getting sick. It's like, damn, that's not a good thing. I thought you were like, going to have a positive spin. <laughs> every two weeks, it's like my daughter gets sick, my son gets sick, and then we get sick, the adults. Like, I'm just getting over it. And I just got over it two weeks ago.
1: Weeks ago. (laughs) And it's the same shit? It's like a cold?
0: Yeah, so now I'm, like, starting to worry about is there mold in the house? And I'm trying to, like, look into mold. And I had already checked for mold a while back when we did the impact windows because I felt like there might have been some moisture let into the, you know, the the frames and the walls. And at that time, the person said, no, you don't have any mold. So I feel like I need to do another. But I got some, like, some home things that you like some home kits that you could check and for mold specifically,
1: or like also like the air.
0: I got hand. one for mold specifically. And I got a, a, a electric device that, that measures pollutants in the air. Okay. So, and then we have, and then we have a bunch of air filters, like the, the portable ones to purify the air even more. We have new AC. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here, man?
1: That's weird. It could, it, but, I mean, the, the consistency, it makes sense for you to go down that path now because that's too, too consistent.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much every other week. But when we talk to the teachers and tell them, you know, my daughter's not going to, it's like normal. Like they're like, yeah, okay, the other kids, the same, like other kids, the same problem. Huh. You know, and everybody tells me, yeah, the kids are going to get sick nonstop. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it's true, but that's way too often. Is your son doing daycare? I forget.
0: Not yet. Oh, but right. We we want to put him. He's gonna be two soon, and a little bit after he turns two, just to like help, you know, with, with the, you know being productive at home and stuff. Like, and and well, actually, that's not the reason. That's that's fucked up that I said that, <laughs> but it really is because he is not. He hasn't been. He's not saying enough words yet. Oh, in fact. I feel like he's gone backwards. He's regressing in speaking where he was saying a couple more, you know, some words and then he's like we ask him and he's like
1: mm-mm, mm-mm. oh shit.
0: And so the the doc said, you know, put him maybe think about putting him in school earlier. And that could potentially help
1: to help him, yeah.
0: And if it was just him by himself and he was our only child, I wouldn't want to put a kid in 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 daycare or pre-care or anything if they well in daycare if they didn't talk because i want there to be some kind of communication in case i need to know something
1: yeah oh yeah that, that's a good point but it, the difference it, yeah go huh? I was, the difference I for me
0: it, here is that my daughter's there already and i feel a little bit you know safer in that regards but you know
1: it might actually so i was just thinking i mean this could go the other way too but um Putting them together in school and them knowing that they got each other might actually benefit their relationship their more relationship, generally. Yeah. Yeah. So that still, might be a great thing. Yeah.
0: That relationship is still problematic. They're nice. Yeah, man. My daughter's just foul. And then the thing is, he's getting fouled now because he's like, well, fuck it. You know,
1: <laughs> that's what it is.
0: He's like, fuck it. Right, you don't want to be my sister. I don't want to be your brother. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just foul, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She'll take shit. Like, he'll be in his his own world chilling. He picks up a toy. He's playing with this toy. My daughter's playing with something else on the other side of the house, even. And she just sees that he's enjoying something. Oh, that's mine. Bam, takes it from him. And then he's like, ah, what the fuck? You know, like, damn.
1: I mean, kids are foul, but this is a long stretch. No, you guys, are no, and do. then
0: she's foul when he's trying to be like, like cariñoso with her. Yeah, he'll want to hug her. He'll just want to like, like put his hand on her on her shoulders. If she's crying, the dude wants to like console her. Wow, like he wants to console her. Like it's crazy, and she gets mad at him. Like ah, he's touching me. Ah, he's hitting me. It's not hitting you, bro. He's, he's caressing his hand on you. like <laughs> my, my daughter's wild, man. <laughs> It's a wild one,
1: yeah. I blame you, bro. I blame you. It's gotta be you. But it's junior.
0: funny because my daughter's pretty crazy, and that you know, that in my mind, and I use the word crazy for everything, guys. It's right, right. right. I mean, you, crazy crazy, crazy, crazy hood, crazy hood, right? So I'm not calling my kid crazy for real, but uh in my in, in my eyes, she's like you know, she's a little disruptive right now, she's a little foul, and mm. we have someone that helps us at the house, you know, comes and helps with my girl's grandma and, and just around the house. And she's like, yo, you have, these kids are excellent kids. And I'm like, what's a bad kid then?
1: <laughs> that is very interesting. So your perspective is like, it's wild. And the person yeah. that helps you is like, no, they're great.
0: Yeah, this lady has, you know, grandkids already. She has multiple kids. Um, and she's like, no, she's like, oh, you should see my grandkids. They're bad, you know. like
1: <laughs> Wild like, animals.
0: So either either her kids are way bad. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. excessively bad. Or maybe we just, you know, because it's our little world, this is bad enough for us, you right. know.
1: Yeah, it's it's always, I mean, not always, but it feels that way with us too. Like we now we've normalized it a little bit more, and we're like, nah, we are really good kids. Because you see what the more you see, <clears throat> the more you can give yourself credit um for what you're doing to raise them, but I think it's also so, and this is probably too general, but Latinos—that whole—you know how you—who was it? Like Eddie Murphy would would do that bit about La Chancleta, you know, throwing it at a kid or whatever. Like there is—I think there is something to be said about the way we parent, and I don't mean like physical abuse. That's not what I'm talking about. But there is a sternness about our voices sometimes that do right whatever's happening and and create that discipline that yeah, uh,
0: doesn't work with my daughter okay
1: either. then i don't include you in this conversation because <laughs> <laughs> yo we give, could
0: i give her the, the, the look,
1: and she okay. gives it back
0: you <laughs> either cry off rip and be like you mean you mean you mean <laughs> <She> <laughs> does. You- i can you or she just look gives me a stone-cold look and doesn't and continues doing what I'm trying to get her to stop to do. She does one or the other. She doesn't stop doing
1: it. Oh, man. That shit works over here. And, like, there's a group of us Latin parents that it's pretty much the same deal. So, I don't know, bro.
0: Like, I'd be looking. I'd be like... That chancletta might have to come out for real. For real. I don't know. My daughter might need a chancletta on her life.
1: You just might need to boomerang it close enough to her where she feels the wind pass by, but doesn't hit her. And then she's like, Oh shit, wait a minute. That that breeze didn't feel that great.
0: No, I told you about the time I flicked her, right? Yeah. And she like
1: she's fucked Her own shit up.
0: She's never forgotten that flick, but it hasn't stopped. Like I one day I was like, What well, flick you get? She's just like, whatever. <laughs> I remember she's like, after I figured, she's like, she's like flicking herself. She's like, how did that work? How did he do that?
1: Because <laughs> she's about to use it on her brother now. She's like, oh, <laughs> I learned a new trick. If, before we continue, or we're probably about to head out of here, actually. Right. um I do want to remind the audience your reviews matter to us. So please go to Apple Podcasts, review the pod, give us five stars, give us all the beautiful, record. I mean, accolades. whatever. Yeah. Give us, give us the accolades because new dads, when they find us, they really love what we're putting out. And I think those that are listening probably do as well. So.
0: Cause Manny puts out. pause.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. We would really appreciate it. And yo, hit us up, man. Fatherhoods at gmail.com. If there are questions or you have topics or people that you think you want to see on a pod, we would love to hear. And uh, the Instagram. Just- and, answer, N-I-G, right? yep, at Fatherhood's Pod. Uh, make sure you hit us there and check out the content and like and all that. Are we on Twitter? We have a tweeter, <laughs> but we don't tweet as much. Yeah, okay. we do. Um, any parting words, EFN.
0: Oh, that sounds like I'm gonna die.
1: No, not last words, party, well, party.
0: I'm off to uh on a trip. Okay, and um yeah. <laughs> being, I'm
1: off on a trip. Yeah.
0: Being a father and parenting is you know so without your
1: without me. your family this trip
0: without my family, yeah. Okay.
1: So it's you're you're word having word anxiety?
0: I am a little bit, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's like I'm the one that's going to be more anxious c- or or emotional about it than the kids and the family.
1: Well, we will definitely talk about it after you come back.
0: Yaman. Yeah, Ross. Is is KGB in the Ukraine right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's not.
0: And it's not a laughing matter, but, but is he? No, he's not. he's not. Okay. All right, kid.
1: All right. I'll talk to you uh on the next one.
0: Yeah, as long as we don't have World War Three.
1: Yeah, well, let's not. I don't think we should. I think we should kill that noise. Right.
0: Peace, peace in the international hood.
1: Word. Later. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to the child. Be a father to the child.